0: If then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. Welcome to the Colossians 3:1 podcast. Whether you've been a Christian your whole life or are new to the faith, we invite you to join our discussion as we dive into theology, objections to the faith, common questions, and hot topics in an effort to better know, love, and follow Jesus Christ.
1: Hey everyone, my name is Barrett Jackson. Welcome to the Colossians 3.1 podcast. To my left we have Jared Jernigan.
2: Yeehaw!
1: And Zach Rimsberg. Nice to be here. Thank you for that. (laughs) That is like the perfect Zach Rimsburg, like, yeah that's if you want to know something about him boom you just heard it
2: it is my name
1: yes <laughs> and great, to my left it's a
2: great place to, to start on my name sam <laughs> <Draper>. so, <laughs>
1: so sam draper that's... apparently sam is wearing a hood and he's shy today <laughs> That's great. So we have been hitting a lot of, uh, let's call it heavy stuff. It's been heavy. On our previous podcast. So you know what we're going to do on this one? We're going to keep, keep it light. Okay. And we're also going to learn a little bit about yeah. one of our hosts, Jared Dernigan. But to start, Jared, I want to ask you, okay, what is a weird Bible story that just, for whatever reason, makes you chuckle? You got questions? Why is it in there? Okay, what's going
3: on there? Well, I, I recently worked through the Book of Judges, and um, first of all, a lot of weird stuff going on in there. Um, Israel kept losing its way, as we as we read over and over again. But one of the early judges was a guy named Ehud. Ehud, I'm not sure. You know, um, he's he's really not that major of a judge, but um, it's about how at that time Israel was being, you know. Um, enslaved whatever by the Moabites and so he goes to the king of Moab acts as if he's going to make a peace offering but what he does he goes into him they they do make a peace offering and then they leave and Ehud is left-handed which is important because it would appear he wasn't going to attack because they were used to right-handed people and when everybody else is left he pulls a sword out shoves it in the king the king is very fat and that adds to it too so this is maybe not a light story Um, and,
2: um, and, um, nutshell, and,
3: and goes in so far that, that his fat closes over it. And it says, and the dung came out. So, I mean, you know, he had killed him and his body released and then he sneaks out and then there's this whole awkward thing where, um, he locks the door, all of his slaves think he's in there relieving himself. So again, more of my, I guess toilet humor, you're learning all about me right now. Um. And so, uh, basically, they wait so long that, that Ehud and all the Israelites have gotten away. And they have defeated Moab. And, and then they're able to go and defeat Moab and more. So, it's just weird. It's one that, like, when I'm working through the Bible with my kids, I always know we're all going to kind of <laughs> chuckle about. And, you know, it brings some levity to, to the, uh, so the proceedings. Can you
1: read the part where he gets swallowed up? And can you read the part where it says... Or, I'm sorry, he, where the sword gets... He's as fat. Yes.
3: Ehud reached with his left hand, took the sword from his right thigh, and thrust it into his belly. And the hilt went in after the blade, and the fat closed over the blade, for he did not pull the sword out of his belly. And the dung came out. <laughs> then Ehud went into the porch and closed the doors of the roof chamber behind him and locked it. Which, what which version you know, of the Bible is... is that <laughs> would be um, an uh, ESV. The, this, is next where next would,
2: this is where I would love to see, like, the message version of this
1: <laughs> yeah well, they, this yeah. is
2: where i would quickly go to one of those to see yeah, let's
1: see what they did with this right. thing mm-hmm. yeah so what what uh what's the greek for for dumb? Uh, well i don't know <laughs> in Hebrew, it Hebrew. Yeah. 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 In Hebrew I,
0: I mean uh a greek is scuba long probably <laughs> probably <laughs> uh, yeah okay because <laughs> <Well, laughs> <laughs> paul, paul uses see, it in one of his but letters. see it
3: actually the part that i think amuses me the most is next he said when he had gone the servants came and when they saw the doors of the chamber were locked, they thought, surely he is relieving himself in the closet of the cool chamber. And they waited till they were embarrassed. But when he still did not open the doors of the roof chamber, they took the key and opened them, and there lay their lord dead on the floor. Mm. But I always like this picture of the servants who are like, okay, well, he's going to the bathroom, and then they just stand there. And they stand there longer. You know, and it's like nobody wants to talk about it. <laughs> you know, I mean, king, kings aren't supposed to do this. I mean, North Koreans believe that Kim Jong-un Whichever one of the Kims never did that. That's 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 something they actually believe about their leader was that he he transcended beyond so, having to get rid of waste. No, so it's, it's not, not it's
0: not it. just that his poop don't stink. <laughs> he, he ain't he got didn't no poop. He, he don't even do it. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe he, that. Maybe he that's, that's why his was body a just gets monkey. rid of
3: it. Yeah. Wow. So so it's these servants having to stand around thinking like i don't really want to talk about what the king you know how many minutes know. did it
1: take for them to to bust out that yeah event? i don't know i was gonna say it's a while <laughs> yeah. so well yeah. yeah. in a solid a solid and they also talked about it a solid two minutes to be a fly on the wall <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> I, I
3: got it i got it I hear, you, I hear you and well and you know if if he really was as as large of a man as they said he might have had some digestive problems anyway so i don't know well but, yeah,
0: yeah like were you and and this is this is one of the things about the the Bible that you know ancient like myths and stories like their heroes are like larger than life and the Bible's like yeah people poop yeah you know it's yeah, like it's, it's real life yeah yeah because you know they they had no plumbing back then I mean right you know whatever the cool chamber was it it would have been at best an outhouse right. Yeah, the
1: cool chamber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's
0: where all the cool kids do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, so you you you'd mentioned you know knowing that as you go through this with the kiddos, how many times have you gone through this story with the kiddos? At least two, right?
3: <laughs> yeah, I think
1: yeah yeah. yeah. Thank you. For the, yeah, <laughs> but but
0: but I, honestly, I think that is an accurate answer.
1: Right? I, mean, I think
3: I think we've hit this as a family a couple of times. Yeah. So. In the last two years, uh, two years ago, we successfully made it all the way through the Bible as a family. Uh, it's too much, as Zach would probably try to tell it, but tell you as well. Last year, we, we we got to this part, but we didn't make it all the way. So
2: this year, I've worked. Oh, you guys stopped week. up there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: Uh, Uh, i don't
0: know i don't know if this is going to gain us listeners i don't know we're getting a bunch
2: of eye rolls right now by yeah so when
1: you you pick things back up what really got you going (laughs) (laughs) too much fun
0: was was it a movement (laughs) (laughs) okay no but but for real seriously have you ever seen the farting preacher
1: yes no. Yes. yes. Oh, oh, yeah.
0: Absolutely. Look up on on YouTube. Look, hey fart, you. farting preacher. Yes. Oh, okay. That's good.
2: Okay. Um, that's hilarious. <laughs> oh, I feel the spirit moving. <laughs> it is so good. So,
0: uh, Ben South <laughs> showed me this article that it, this study came out that talking about how dad jokes are so important to the development. Of children, okay,
3: <laughs>
2: because it, it teaches
0: them that that you will not actually die of embarrassment. It is it is okay to laugh at yourself. It is okay it's to
2: scientific fact.
0: Yes, excellent. Yes.
3: So one thing I will say about this though um, that maybe reveals a little something about me is this is the kind of story that when we're telling it, I will stop if it doesn't seem like, especially Hannah, the younger one, is reacting. I'm like, do you know what just happened there? <laughs> Because you're going to enjoy this. Yeah. But then I'm also the guy that we just started reading Acts the other day. And so when it says it's to Theophilus, I will stop there and say, do you know what that's saying? And when she says no, I'm like, well, there are two theories. One being that that was his patron. But the other being Theophilus literally means God lover. So it means that it's really to all of us. So I will I will stop to you know tell the toilet joke. But I will also stop to say, okay... Here's me trying to share with you something I've learned over the
0: years. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so with that, do, would you consider yourself more of a uh, oral or visual or like learner? Like, mm. do you read? Do you learn better by reading something or by hearing it or by like trying to visualize it, see it?
3: I think reading probably is work, what works best for me. So. Yeah, I, I think I, I really need to see it in front of me. That way, it's like, wait, that didn't take. Let's go back. And are I you a note
2: taker with that? Like, does it does it really get etched in? I think so.
3: Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's definitely something I figured out in college. I have terrible handwriting, and so I got to the end of my first semester at college, and I realized, like, I I you
2: made a good point, but I can't read. I what I read.
3: <laughs> but then I got to the test, and I realized I didn't need to reread <laughs> my notes. It was the act of taking notes that actually uh, mattered. Yeah. You know, oh wow! Just you know, I mean, I. I could read it, but not as well as one would like, you know, but just the act of, you know, doing that was the extra step, and yeah, so that's why there aren't any notes here, but, like, I do have a note-taking Bible. That's my favorite because then I can just jot something down. I may or may not come back to it, but the fact that I jotted it down definitely helps. Good recommendation for
2: listeners that want to have
1: better memory or memorize verses or...
3: And and we all do have different ways, you know. Write it down.
1: Yeah. I like your point of... uh, I took a lot of notes in college too, but didn't, Right. didn't reference them very often, but I always kept doing it because I felt like it helped. And reaffirming
2: the point in your mind.
1: Yeah. Interesting. Interesting.
2: It is interesting.
1: So segue, Jared, what do you do for
3: life on a daily basis? On a daily basis? Um, well, I'm the um, editor of the local paper, so I do a lot of reading and writing. Um, Honestly, do enough reading and writing that as much as I love reading, I struggle to do it when I get home mm. because that's what I've been doing all day. So right, but you know, but then get home just I
2: feel like there could have been another toilet joke there, but nah, yeah, yeah, will Leave um, it in the past.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can bring
3: it back. Um, so then you know, I
0: mean, isn't that what newspapers are?
3: <laughs> you know, I, I I had somebody I was talking to somebody who I don't think fully knew who I was the other day that he said something about like you know they don't understand it's print media and i'm like i know but i'm still trying to make a living in that world so um <laughs>
2: right.
3: so you know then just get home try to try to bond with the kids and my wife nicole you know over whatever
1: shared interests. to t- t- tell the listeners about wife kids okay
3: so nicole and i have been married for 15 plus years now we have a uh, uh, twelve-year-old Miles, um, a seven, almost eight-year-old Hannah. Um, you know, she's, uh, but she believes she's seventeen. I think, and she's a force of nature that terrifies you.
1: <laughs> when, I, <laughs> when I hear that you've you've been through judges twice with your kids, that like, man, that that's awesome. Like, for me to think about. You know, my kids being, you know, pre-teens eventually. Sure. Like, what a goal to to uh, an example, I mean, that you set for me. I mean, that's cool. Well, thank you. I want to ask you about, like, what's what's being a Christian like in your workplace?
2: Hmm. Mm. Very good question.
3: Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a secular
2: difficult. workplace, no doubt.
3: Yeah, they're definitely a secular workplace. Um, yeah, I mean, to me, and, and I'll admit, I... I I look at my own life and maybe where I think we're all probably most critical of ourselves and I i sometimes think, I don't know, how, how did you do that today? Did you do that today? Mm. But I, I do think there is there's a certain degree of, you know, trying to be fair, trying to trying to be, be loving but still have a sense of justice in what I do, you know? Just treat people the way they ought to be treated and I know that's a pretty open-ended answer, but... It's, you know, just because it said a lot doesn't mean it's true. Right. It doesn't mean it's not true. Right. But I don't know. I, I mean I, I do feel like it's, you know, it's definitely a struggle sometimes. It's a struggle when occasionally things that I feel like I need to write from a secular viewpoint how does that mesh with what I believe?
1: Like what? For example.
3: You know what? I said it and I'm having trouble with that with
2: kind well, no, of but, things, but but also know. just doing your job in general. Mhm. If you have to report on something, I mean sure. that conflict has to be Oh it's it's yeah, it's it's
3: it's very tough, you know. And you know, I mean write writing stories about crime of like, you know, why why did it happen? Well okay, well I have a much deeper idea of why it happened, you know, because we're all followed, you know. But that doesn't really I don't know, that that's that's not really something I can put into my reporting in the paper, you know? Um, or Thankfully, because I don't know how I would handle this, uh but if we were to ever have something, if I were to ever cover something that had a death penalty uh, aspect to it, I don't know how I feel about that. I've got a lot of conflicting you know mm. feelings about that being a Christian, you know yeah, so. so
0: just sticking to the facts and not editorializing right, exactly,
3: yeah, you know, and when I do editorialize, it tends to be on like lighter kinds of things, you know, not yeah, not things that that go there, yeah.
0: but but no, I mean, I get that like they're. So I'm on I'm on Twitter, unfortunately. Uh, you, know, <laughs> you
2: know you've said that for like eight episodes, and you keep saying unfortunately. You I, could I do know something about. All um, right, what's, I, what's I the know. handle? What's the
0: handle? Yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like it's like the same reason I don't put a bumper a uh, Jesus fish bumper sticker on my car because right. those times when by the grace of God I, I don't road rage, but if I ever were to, <laughs> mm-hmm. don't really want it public um but i mean there's things like i wrestle with it because you know if i if i cut myself off then am i no longer speaking out Mm -hmm. on things that need to be spoken out on but when i do speak out am i speaking out in a way that represents jesus or in a way that is coming from my sinful you know well, Coming from Sam, a, you know
2: that's a very common thing that all Christians wrestle with. I mean, that's a
0: yeah, but but people with platforms, especially well, yeah. an editor sure. of a newspaper, and that's gonna yeah. have.
3: And it's interesting you mentioned Twitter because <laughs> I see so many people on Twitter that the first thing they want to say is Christ follower, and then mm. that just puts a target on you. Like I, I don't like that because usually if I read that, I'm just like,
2: yeah, you're you're immediately judging everything they yeah, tweeted. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, how <laughs> Christlike is that? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I would hope, and I am i
3: know I fail at it like we all do, I would hope that comes through in what I say, not that I, you know, well, I, I, was, I was a writing tutor in college, and one of my favorite things to tell the guys I was tutoring was, um, show me, don't tell me. So, you know, I would, you know, and I know I fall short of that, but, I, you know, I would hope that in my life, it's not about, it's not that I tell you I'm a Christ follower. You know, I would hope I can display it.
2: Yeah. Why don't you tell the listeners how'd
3: you
1: come to faith? How'd you come to Christ?
3: Um I was I mean, I was raised in the church and um I think there just came a point when I was about eleven or twelve years old it just it became a lot more real to me, you know, like it wasn't just a set of stories, but you know, a personal relationship with God became, you know became a thing. You know, again, I'm not being the most uh, not not giving it the best uh, wording, you know, but then, you know, through my, you know, as I grew, you know, I would say there were t- definitely times that I never doubted my faith, but I definitely put it on a back burner for a number of years, mm. you know, a couple of different times. But um, I don't know, something in the last several years, I mean, you know, my wife and I got to a point where we weren't coming to church much for ver- the various things in our lives. And um, I really feel like since we've come back six, seven years ago now, you know, I think I have felt that, you know, felt that initial fire again, Mm. you know, got much more involved in the community, you know, I mean, one of the things we all, you know, we always talk about here at the church is about connecting community, and that's, that's been huge for us, you know, and I think seeing our own growth, and, you know, um, you praising us, you know, trying to make sure we take our kids through it, but how can you not, you know, I mean, whatever it is, but, but how can you not try to get your kids involved in that once, you know, once you feel it in yourself, you know,
2: It's a humble answer. I love what you said about community, too, because you mentioned about your fire, not necessarily going out, but potentially it was just hidden embers burning in the coals. But the community, when you can't fan your own flame, the community can can pour some gas on that, too, and help you get back in. Absolutely. I think that's important. Yeah. I like that.
1: What burning question do you have? (laughs) Just what's... For for Jared, well,
2: I want to know. So, what do you and what do you and the family do when you're not at church or you're not at work? What what's Jared like to do to hmm. uh, listen? Well, okay, listen to music. And you're a music buff. yeah, right? I'm
3: a definitely a music buff. Uh, getting my kids into it. Uh, my my wife is definitely one that you know she, she enjoys music, um, and she can sing. I can't. But, uh, you know, she doesn't have the trivia of it where, you know, who's this singer? But I, I'm kind of, you know, I've, I've definitely gotten that going in my kids. So <laughs> that's definitely something fun we have where, where Miles has taken to uh, working out there at home. He has a few hand weights that he'll do, and he'll just come to me. I One time last fall, I walked in and he was listening to Christmas music in early November. <laughs> <laughs> Um yeah, so shameful. uh <laughs> so he, <laughs> he has an Alexa
0: Now see in, in my house I lay down the law. Yeah <laughs> it's like, oh, oh. before
2: Thanksgiving.
0: <laughs> well, okay.
2: He telling so, like, me to share this to just Yeah, Sam, like oh, to, oh, me in my know, house, no, we will serve the Lord. So so
3: he has an Alexa in his room and I just said, Hey Alexa, play Led Zeppelin. You know, he's working out. And he needs something rocking, rocking. you know. So so then the next night he comes back and me. why should I listen to So I name a few forms. Did nights. Led
2: Zeppelin make a gospel album? I so. <laughs> I'm kidding.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. No. Um, the closest <laughs> they got <laughs> was, they did a few songs about The Hobbit. And I'm not saying The Hobbit is scriptural, but I think that's the closest they got to anything they would consider scriptural. That's good. So, and honestly, that's really the, listening to Led Zeppelin is the closest I get to enjoying The Hobbit. I never could figure it out.
0: You, now, if now if you if you start playing Fellowship of the Ring with the uh, with their album, does it does it sink? Not, not that I
3: know of. Yeah, you know, and I haven't taught him the Wizard of Oz and uh, Dark Side of the Moon trick yet. Even, but I've never actually tried to do that. Anyway. You even aware of that? I have. I know nothing. So about music. the so
0: the Wizard of Oz was this movie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: supposedly, and I don't know what point. There's a point in maybe when i think when i think when the wizard of oz goes to color you are supposed to start playing pink floyd dark side of the moon and everything matches up i think it helps if you're on illegal drugs because that's sort of a we're not endorsing that no we we um, do not but i but that's how people get these ideas Is all i'm saying i see Mm i see
2: i think you should tell the listeners about your impeccable Eye for shirt design.
3: <laughs> so yes, uh, Zach is an admirer of uh, recently, uh, I, I think about the time I turned 40, I sort of leaned into it and said I'm gonna wear exactly what I want. So I started getting a collection of um, Hawaiian slash fish shirts, um, that being fish, not the jam band. Um, but uh, so uh, Zach is definitely an admirer of a fly fishing shirt that I have. And um, I haven't, I haven't fished in years, but I love my fish.
2: Shirts. But it hasn't stopped with you now. Now you've yeah. Now I have
3: a, I have like a, a Roadrunner
2: shirt. Um, but Miles is now in. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My-
3: Miles is too. Like honestly, Miles went about the first three months of the year wearing a shirt like that every day.
2: So- Miles is twelve, going on fifty-two. Yeah, yeah
3: <laughs> absolutely. Yeah.
0: I don't think I've met
3: him. I've got to meet him. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, we've yeah. got to make that happen. Well, yeah. and I
2: love Hannah. Yeah, she's the definition of quick wit. Oh, and, and, yeah. her and her and Brindley are, buddies, are very yeah. good mm-hmm. friends. Yeah. Okay. And I like okay. I love the positive impact. And Brindley is
1: Zach's, yeah, Zach's oldest. Yeah, my oldest. He's one,
2: one grade lower than Hannah.
3: To give you a, uh, 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 an example that involves Zach of Hannah's wit, um, Hannah's <laughs> name is a palindrome. You know what a palindrome is, Barry? You nope. always have the question. A palindrome... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, a palindrome man. is a word that's spelled the same forward as backward, and if whoever <laughs> named that word had been more witty, they would have made palindrome a palindrome.
1: You know what's sad is you've taught me this before. Oh, okay. Yes.
3: And and Hannah's name is a palindrome, because it has an H at the end. So, um, she makes jokes about how she's saying her name backwards, so she has taken to calling Zach when she sees him Kaz. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you know.
0: So, did you know that the fear of palindromes is IHOP phobia? Is what? IHOP? i have phobia oh i have phobia yeah it's it it's basically phobia flipped yeah. it, turns it, it, it turns it turns it into, into a pal- No, i mean like it's real so
3: whoever named it i think had a sick sense of humor but but that's that's really what it's called yeah huh. they, they made the fear of palindromes a palindrome who knew yeah mm-hmm. i did so. i just told you um so i i had a, <laughs> I, I, oh, I had an idea years ago that i want to name all of my children palindromes. um and then you would have mom and dad. It'd be her because um, they yeah. could also palindrome. But, yeah,
0: palindrome one, palindrome two, yeah, yeah. palindrome. But,
3: <laughs> but Nicole did not want to name our son Otto, and the only other option you have in a boy's name is Bob.
0: So he's Miles.
3: Also a fan of jazz, so that's where that's partly where that comes.
0: But from. if you ever go on a tour of Europe, you can call him Kilometers. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I think a science teacher does joke like that sometimes.
0: You know.
2: It has to be metric in there. So. Yeah, on the previous episode, we talked to no. It was in between, right? We, we were discussing dad jokes as a scientific fact to improve life. Yes. No, that was that was on the recording. Was it? Oh, yeah, was it? of course. Was I was going. Gonna...
1: It's it's worth mentioning again, really.
0: No, yeah, I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> kidding. <laughs> I think it was on this recording.
3: <laughs> Maybe it's getting late. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. that's all right. There's so you know when we do go deep into stuff because i i always admire that about like other people that i listen to like scholars and stuff you got guys who are like talking at like this this high high level but then like you see them on a podcast or something and you see kind of like the real them and uh, so we wanted to make sure people understood that we are real you know i mean you know, at least as real as lizard people can be. But I mean, we joked about poop for five
1: minutes.
2: Exactly. Yeah, yeah.
1: at least. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it was
2: two. Well, okay. So to close out, can you, in on your journey, in your faith journey, what, if you were to give somebody some advice or something that you learned that picked up that changed your life with Jesus, what would you encourage the listeners that you'd want them to know or consider that would help mm-hmm. them in their walk? Mm-hmm. Maybe I went back too deep. But. No, 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 no,
3: that's fine. No, no, I um, think
2: it's, it's... I think... I don't think, think you always get to express right, this yeah, on the yeah. some podcast sometimes. Um, I, want them to hear. I think
3: one of the things, and I've expressed this I think in a, in a, in a uh, talk I gave to a men's study at one point. As you're looking at the life of Jesus, as you're you know re- reading those stories, look at the way he always dealt with interruptions, dealt with not doing what he thought he was going to be doing. Mm. That's when, to me, that's when some of the most powerful things he ever did was when he was trying to trying, you know, trying to get, you know, go off with his disciples, and yet the crowds followed them. When he was trying to go do this thing, but somebody came up that needed healing. To me, look at the way Jesus dealt with people when. It wasn't convenient for him, mm-hmm. and if we can, in any small way, emulate that, we're you know you can do amazing things.
2: And not only people, but are just when our faith seems to be inconvenient, and right. I don't want to read my Bible right now, or I don't feel like going to church, right? Oh, that's good. And I think you know,
3: especially doing what I do, like my job is a job of interruptions. It's one of the things I love about it, and one of the things I hate about it. You know, mm. um, so I think I really, you know, I feel I don't, I don't handle it with the grace Jesus did. Obviously, none of us really can, but still, it really speaks to me when I'm really tuned into those moments. So, yeah, just look at what happens when your faith isn't convenient. Mm. Man, thanks for sharing. And yeah, I
0: like that.
1: And uh, listeners, thanks for thanks for hanging out with us on this one and learning more about yeah. Jared.
0: Yeah, and, and I would also say, you know, if you, uh, see one of us in, in the wild and, uh, have some questions of, of us personally that you'd love to, to hear, but also of, of faith of the Bible, any, anything, um, you know, feel free to pass it along mm. and, uh, Uh, something your small group might be doing or you come across in a, in a devotion and say, Hey, you know, you guys touch on this. Uh, We're, we're always, we want to be of service. um, And for this to be not just what we think is important, but what is going to be helpful for people's faith. So, so yeah, send us your questions.
1: Yeah. Thanks again for tuning in guys. And we will, Probably we'll catch you on the next one, probably with a more serious, serious one, maybe atonement. (laughs) Serious-ish. Okay, deal, deal. (laughs) Thanks. See you guys. See ya. Thanks.